things people say. People will sometimes say that denial of an accusation is the proof of a person's guilt. Now, they may not say it in those exact words, but they sort of say it. In discussions today, people have about, you know, racism and sexism and homophobia and transphobia, etc., and so on and so forth, the accusations abound, and denials are often cast as the evidence in favor of the accusation itself. So, for example, certain best-selling authors who are the so-called experts on these kinds of things today will repeat different versions of this in their writings and in their interviews. So, For example, white fragility author Robin DiAngelo uh, routinely tells her audiences that all of their internal negative reactions to the accusations that she makes against them in the lecture, uh, accusations about being racist, that their internal negative reactions to that are merely the evidence of their fragility and more or less proof of their guilt. The so-called anti-racist expert, who changed his name to Ibram Kendi, told an audience in a commemorative address in New York recently that, quote, the very heartbeat of racism is denial. And when people say that they are not racist, why they're using the words that white supremacists use, end quote. Well, this is an old tactic, and the problem with it should be pretty apparent. Just think about a few things here. Just a few things. For example, consider that first of all, denial is the automatic default response of nearly anybody accused of a form of prejudice or hatred or some moral thing like that, whether they're guilty or innocent. I mean, they're going to deny it. That's just the typical thing. I mean, how often do you expect somebody to just accept and admit, confess, something that would make you basically a social pariah? So guilty or innocent, denial is just sort of the norm, at least in the short term. Second, an innocent person who's accused of something like that, something that bad, something that'll get you ostracized in that way, an innocent person, I would think, can be expected to react with more offense and a more pronounced kind of denial. I mean, really, to me, it would be the kind of sheepish, robotic, scripted, half-hearted denial that would be more suspicious to me. If you slander me in this way, you can expect not just a tepid denial, but a vehement denial. I'm not just going to say, hey, that's not true. I'm going to say it in a way that lets you know I don't appreciate you saying that. And third, this uh, notice, this this trick, makes the accusation nearly unfalsifiable. By which I mean, I mean, you know, maybe some other person, some third party, could produce some kind of evidence in your favor that would exonerate you, or it would be some kind of evidence that you're not what they say you are. But really it narrows your options to be able to even defend yourself. I mean, if you can't defend yourself with your own words, well then, you know, if, if your self-defense is going to be taken just as evidence of guilt, uh, this 
effectively silences you. And you're supposed to, I guess, just sort of sit there and take it. I guess your options are either just sit there and take it, or go ahead and confess it, that it's true of you. Look, the fact is that this is really nothing more than a cheap trick. And I don't mean the 80s group, you know, that sang that song, The Flame. I mean, when you hear this being used, then, you know, you should hear the words of Admiral Akbar. It's a trap! Because it is a trap. In fact, you know, there's a name for this kind of trap. They call it a Kafka trap. Named after the writer Franz Kafka because of a short story that he wrote entitled The Trial. story where this innocent guy is arrested and convicted in a court using these same kind of tactics, the circular logic of his guilt. You see it also in Orwell's fictional future where the people who are accused of thought crimes have the choice either to admit it or to be seen as doubly guilty for failing to admit it. And really, you can think of almost every kind of unjust kangaroo court in history that you've probably seen depicted, like in the Salem Witch Trials, or the Spanish Inquisition, or during the Reign of Terror, or the French Revolution. You know the kind, where basically your choice is confess your sin, um, and we'll go easier on you. So that the, the common thing in all of these kind of traps is that the very category of genuine innocence for the accused is just excluded. Like, it's not an option on the table that you could be innocent. Look, really, the quickest way to demonstrate the complete foolishness of this tactic is just to turn the tables. I mean, take any person and any accusation, because this is really universally applicable. So, for example, if if uh, Wally Wokester is using this tactic to try to say that you are a racist, well, you as the accused could just turn it back. You could, in fact, you could just tweak the allegation, change one letter in the accusation, and turn it back on him by saying that Wally himself is a rapist. Of course, Wally will deny it. But then you can simply remind everybody that denial, as we know, is the very heartbeat of the rapist. And surely every rapist who's guilty will deny it. So when Wally says, I'm not a rapist, he is simply saying the words that every rapist says. See how easy that is? You can read more about that in my best-selling book, How to Be an Anti-Rapist. But in all seriousness, remember, a denial is no more proof of guilt than it is proof of innocence. If we made every denial a proof of a person's innocence, there would be almost no people ever convicted of anything. It'd be a pretty quick trial, right? You have been accused. What do you say for yourself? It ain't true. I deny it. Case dismissed. Well, if we made every denial a proof of guilt, on the other hand, then every accusation would just be an automatic condemnation and sentencing with no escape. And then trials would also be pretty quick. Just be, you know, the accusation would be brought. And uh, frankly, it just... I mean, it wouldn't matter what your... Your defense would just consist of whether to confess it or deny it, uh, how to confess it, how to... I mean, it wouldn't even matter because you're, you're just guilty on the basis of the accusation. So the celebrity authors of social justice with the best-selling books for who knows why, all these people, they should know better than to use such a transparently illegitimate trick... And as long as that is the level of their argument, they just can't be expected to be taken seriously.